page and um, yeah, iTunes if you're, you've downloaded this later or Spotify. We appreciate you guys tuning in. So we are just about an hour away from one of the biggest games of the season. For me, it's always the biggest game of the year. I despise and loathe and might I say even hate USC. Nothing against the players. Just don't like the program. I've had some, per, uh, some bad negative experiences in my time uh, at the Coliseum over the last 20-25 years. So uh, it's personal and they're cocky and they're still coming in here. Michael Pittman God, I hope we make him eat his words. Like, you can't even understand. I mean, telling the young guys that it's going to be fun running up the score and this and that, man. God, I hope Troy Pride and uh, Tariq Bracey take that real personal because that's absolute horseshit. Nate, what you got on the game? Uh, I'm really excited. It's one of my favorite games of the year. Um, it's just like a, it's a primetime game. Yeah. Um, if, if it wasn't, then it'd still be as big a game as it is now. Under the lights, uh, Irish wear green. You see us wearing all the green. I hope everybody out there is wearing green. Kind of weird. Like, I looked at the ushers. You would think they'd make the ushers wear green, but they're wearing blue and the traditional blue and gold type, type outfit, so that's kind of a bummer. But uh, do you think we're going to come out in green today? Anything green? No, I don't think yeah, so. Um, I don't – no reason to mess with uh, uh, our winning ways at home. That's right. Uh, got quite a good crowd watching here. We've got uh, Jerry Kennedy on. What's up, Brett? Happy nine-year anniversary. Uh, Anthony Moore, Ken Walters, Scott Lloyd, Go Irish, Uncle Sam. Oh, All American Uncle Sam's on too. Go Irish from Nola, Ray Stevens, Derek Francis. Our buddy's watching. Anthony Moore, FUSC, Go Irish. Derek Francis said, "Not talking to you." No effing faith, bro. I uh, love you guys. Thanks, Brandon. We love you too. Derek Francis said, "Disappointed." What he's talking about is, I'm just gonna be straight. I have rosy colored glasses for the Irish. Ha always have, always will. We could be. 0-12 or 1-11, it doesn't matter. I'm always going to be thinking we can beat anybody out there. Always going to be thinking the best. But with Virginia losing, was it last night or the night before, with Georgia getting beat at home tonight by the Gamecocks, I just do not see a clear way that we're going to get into the playoffs, even if we win out. I just think that it's going to be way too tough with some of the teams in front of us, you know, Alabama, uh, Clemson, Ohio State, even LSU, some of those types of teams. I'm just... I just don't see it right now. I mean, hopefully we'll see something here in the next few weeks that changes my mind in terms of just really running up the score on people. I think we're a really, really good team, great team even maybe, but I just don't think we're elite this year. Yeah, there's a lot of things we can improve, and there's Georgia's, there's things to improve for them. Big loss against the Gamecocks today. Mm -hmm. And it's really good for us, and it's bad at the same time. Like, yeah, we're not going to the playoffs, but it's a learning experience. That's right. We lost to Georgia. I mean, next year we're going to come back strong, face Clemson, all these other hard teams, and yeah. We're just no matter good. what, the, the strength of schedule that the Irish possess year in and year out is way more difficult than most teams, if not all teams in the country. I mean, you know, people want to talk smack. Nick and Doug were talking smack. These guys that are perennial Notre Dame haters. 
talking smack saying, oh, Bowling Green, New Mexico. Yeah, that's true. Two pretty crappy teams, but they're still not Division II teams. They're still not sub-FBS, FCS schools. So uh, we still play a high-level competition. SC, whether they're good or not, this week's game, that's a quality football team. That's a football team that has a lot of elite talent. Amara St. Brown, we were after them like crazy. He's a five-star wide receiver, Equinemius' brother. They got Michael Pittman, who, although he has a big-ass mouth, can play some football. He's a dynamic receiver, probably be playing in the pros. Uh, Taylor Vons, another guy, is probably going to be playing in the pros. So they have talent, and this freshman kid, Keaton, Keenan, Keaton, Slovis, Slovic, whatever his name, doesn't really matter. Um, he's been pretty good in place of JT Daniels. Um, if JT Daniels was still on this team and not hurt, I think they'd be looking at probably more like a uh, three, a four and one, or maybe a, a closer three and two. Uh, but as it is, you know, they got three stud running backs, the, the uh, Samoan kid, who I can't pronounce his name, who's kind of their lead back. They got Marquis Stepp, who used to be a, a Notre Dame uh, recruit. Um, and there's one other guy that I'm missing. I can't think of his name. But they got three stud running backs, too. I think our chance to capitalize on that team is going to be up front, the big dogs up front, D-line, Julian Aquara, Khaled Kareem. MTA, Kurt Heinish, and then that rotation that we have has just been really getting after the quarterback, Jameer Jones. Um, that's where I see us being able to exploit USC and, and mm -hmm. just getting after that quarterback. He's still a freshman, even though he's been pretty pretty good in terms of what we've seen when he wasn't hurt. He's still a freshman quarterback coming yeah. into Notre Dame. Yeah, and I think the main point of this game for us is to not give up. Let's, let's just say we somehow get down and it's around the fourth quarter. USC closes down in the fourth quarter. They struggled against uh, BYU mm -hmm. uh, in the fourth quarter and in overtime. Washington. So that's, what, that's when we need to take over. So let's read some of the comments here. We got Ken Murphy, rivalry games, bro. Absolutely. Anything can happen in a rivalry game, especially when you're talking about Notre Dame SC. In my opinion, for my money, just as good as a rivalry as the Michigan-Ohio State. I think it's up there with all the greatest rivals of all time. I hope we never take this game off the schedule because there is nothing better than beating SC and having all these morons around Southern California with their stupid little peace sign going like this. And uh, you guys probably have seen on my Facebook, got into a little bit of a rivalry battle with uh, Dave Brown. What's up, buddy? Hope you're watching. And Bryce Howell. Uh, they want to decorate my office. That's fine. Let them decorate. You saw the Irish assassin come all the way over from Belfast to run over the license plate. You know, he can make another appearance, you know, if you guys want to keep the rivalry going. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't want to have to do that, but we will if we have to. So... Uh, I really, really want to just shove it up to these guys, tell them to take it and stick where the sun don't shine. Uh, let's see, we also got 10 Ken Walters. I totally agree with you, Hendricks. Ken Murphy, Georgia didn't play with all. No, they didn't. Anthony Moore, hopefully Ohio State can lose. Need revenge in a bowl game against them. Ugh. Ugh. I don't know, but, man. Ohio State is scary to me. I'm just going to be straight with you guys. I, that quarterback uh, that was on QB1, what's his name? Jalen? Justin Fields. Yeah. He's good. They got that running back. They got a defensive end that's going to be playing on Sundays. Uh, Michael Potter, love the analysis you guys always give. Thank you. Uh, Derek says, a lot of the teams ahead of us play one another. It's possible. All I'm saying, bro, anything's possible. I'm not totally saying we don't have a chance. I just think it's going to be one of those deals where every single star in the entire sky has to align perfectly for us to, to get a playoff spot about, including the fact that the playoff committee is probably still going to have some reservations after what happened with Clemson last year. Yeah. So as much as I hate to say that, it's true. Uh, Chris Doty says, don't count us out yet. Uvi can run the table and still win the SEC. If that happens and Indy finishes with one loss, Indy is in. Possibly. Uh, but after what I saw from Georgia today, I don't see them winning the SEC. I don't see them, I don't see them doing that. Uh, Ken Murphy, yep, just take care of what we can and see at that time. Matt Skinner, we're not out of it till we're out. Still time. A lot of teams to shoot themselves in the foot, and we must win out. That's absolutely correct. I hope USC jerseys are green. <laughs> I hope they're green with uh, the... Uh, 
blood of the player, the blood of the fans on them because I just I want them to be crying. Ryan Cisneros says go Irish. Donald Owens go Irish. Ryan Cisneros Armstrong runs all over SC. That's another thing I want to point out. Jafar Armstrong's back tonight. I love our running back group, man. I know there's been some some naysayers out there about the running back group. I love our running back group. I think Tony Jones Jr. has had a very quiet but respectable season. Had some really dynamic plays. Uh, huge fan of Sebo Flemmeister. Uh, really like Jameer Jones. Kyron Williams, I think they're going to redshirt him, so I don't think you'll see him anymore this year. Avery Davis. Uh, Avery Davis, of course, he's a home run threat. But, you know, Jafar last year, before getting hurt, was really on his way for a great season, possibly a 1,000-yard rushing season. Who knows? But having Jafar back, he can catch ball out of the backfield. He's a, a, a natural wide receiver, so he's, got, he's another, another set of hands that we can throw the ball to if, if, if uh, Ian gets in trouble. Uh, and then, obviously, Cole Komet coming back a couple of weeks ago. Man, what can you – that guy is an absolute cyborg. He's fast, great hands, he can block. Probably my favorite player in terms of watching him play on this team this year. He's just absolutely out of control. I, I think, guys, you're probably going to see him for another seven games and then or eight games, hopefully, if we go to the playoffs, and that's about it. All right, we'll try Ryan back in just a little bit. Let's get some more, some more of these comments. We got Brian Little, your favorite blockhead, is watching. Thank you very much, Brian. USC quarterback, live on hype, never perform, always because it's USC. I'm not worried about... No freshman, this D is going to embarrass him. Man, Clinton, I hope you're right, buddy. I've seen a lot of people predicting scores like 48 to 10 and 48 to 13. I, let's go ahead and give our score predictions. We, we had it on the, uh, the Dose Leprechauns page. Before that, I do want to give a shout-out to our guys, uh, Jason Lynch, Jason Pruitt, Matt Dunbar, uh, Benny Grimm, Patrick McCormick, and our new um, kind of part-time edit maker that you guys have been enjoying the edits, uh, JG Creative. He's been doing some sick designs for us. We're going to continue to hopefully work with him. Uh, and then I also want to give a huge shout-out to David Brigande, uh, who is responsible for our new logo, which probably in the next show, but in the next two weeks before Michigan, you'll see our new banner with our new logo and everything. So I want to give a huge shout-out to those guys. But uh, we did do some score predictions, and I've kind of gone back and forth on this one. I usually don't like to do score predictions, but I think the Irish offense after that, the, the win against uh, Bowling Green, had a chance to gain some confidence, try some new things. I don't, obviously don't think we showed everything, I think. If we had had our starters in the whole game and showed everything, we probably could have scored 70, if not more. Um, but with that said, I'm picking the Irish to score 27. And I think SC is going to be able to score. I think they're going to get two touchdowns and a field goal. So I'm going 27-17 for my final prediction. Uh, I got 38-14. I honestly don't see uh, USC scoring that much on us. Um, I think their touchdowns uh, come at the end of the game. We're pitching a shutout until the fourth and then we kind of just put in our well, not our backups um, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, I, I hope that's the case. I just don't see it. Um, but I hope you guys are right. The guys that are calling for a blowout, that would be amazing if we could do that. But um, I, I, I have my doubts, not in terms of that we're going to win, just in terms of how close it's going to be. <clears throat> As I mentioned, it's a rivalry week. The, the, the three wide receivers scare me, man. I'm not going to lie. I think any of those guys can go up and make some plays. Um, but we'll see. We got solid safeties, stud corners. Our linebackers have been getting better each game. Mm -hmm. The D-line, I think you, you kind of have to put up there with the best in the country. So, okay. Hey, good afternoon, Ryan. It's Jason and Nate, the Dose Leprechauns. How are you? I'm doing well. What's going on, though? Not much, man. So we just wanted to call and bring you on here for a little bit and chat about, obviously, the big game coming up in about a half hour, 45 minutes. Uh, Tell us about your, your thoughts on this game between Notre Dame and USC. Uh, I think Notre Dame wins. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think Notre Dame wins pretty handily. Uh, I apologize if the noise. I'm not, 
I'm at a pumpkin patch right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's all good. No, but uh, yeah, I think they actually win very handily. Uh, and they, they're in a position right now. You know, I, I don't know if you, know, you heard what just happened with the Georgia game. Yeah. So, so now they have to basically uh, win out and hope for some, some help, uh, of course. But if they win, if they win most of their games, I think dominating, you know, they... Uh, they should be in a pretty good position. So I'm looking forward to, I, you know, I don't, I don't really know the specifics in regards. I think Book has been playing pretty well right now. Um, Jones, the running back, has been, you know, in a groove. I like what they've been doing with him. So, I'm, you know, I, I expect they, they have to basically dominate these games to put themselves in a, in a good position. It, it shouldn't be close. And I, I think that the fact that they're playing at home, it'll be, it'll be a good one. I agree 100%. So are you wearing your green out at the pumpkin patch today? Are you wearing your green out at the pumpkin patch today? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, uh, all good. Hey, so uh, there you go. Hey, so tell us about your favorite USC game memory. Do you have one that you can think of? Favorite USC game memory. A guy coming from Bosco out in New Jersey, how did you end up committing to Notre Dame? Coming from Jersey? Yeah. your career in the NFL, what would you say is your favorite moment in the NFL? Favorite moment? 
lot, and you know, I was hurt. But it's, it's interesting. I, you know, my my experience in the, in the NFL is not really around like favorite moments. I had like a bunch of bonding with the team. You know, we won a lot of games. I was very fortunate. A lot of guys in the league don't get a chance to, to win consistently, and I and I, I did. Uh, so I'm very appreciative of that. I'm appreciative of the type of teammates that I had. You know, I had a lot of very professional guys, like guys who came to everyday veterans who handled business, you know. And I played for an organization that's strong that does things, quote-unquote, the right way. So, um, you know, I just appreciated it, and I was able to perform at a high level. So um, the, the, whole, the whole thing, man, the whole gambit, everything. Just consummate in the, in the aspect of just appreciative. All right. So being you're a, a guy that played at Notre Dame, do you have – and obviously there were some years there where things weren't so great. I know your freshman year you guys were 5-6 and six under Davies last year. What do you say to some of the yeah. fans that like to jump all over the coaches and players when things are not going exactly perfect? That's a great answer, man. Good, uh, that's really a great answer. So, Ken Murphy, uh, who you may remember is one of the Fantasy Camp guys. We got to hang out with you last year. Uh, he wants to know, other than being at Pumpkin Patches, what are you up to nowadays? So are you are you living in SoCal? Yeah, I live in Southern California. I okay. still have my house back east. Okay. So I go back and forth pretty often, um, and I still have 
business and my family there. But at the end of the day, uh, for the most part, I'm trying to make face LA. Sure. Do you get a chance to go out when the Irish play in the Coliseum or Stanford or anything? I'm gonna uh, maybe not this year, but next year I'm gonna go. Okay. Um, you know, I'll be. When do they play? I know. Yeah, next year I'll probably go to the uh, the USC game out here. And yeah. Then, is it next year that they play uh, in Green Bay? Yes, next year against Wisconsin and Green Bay. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, next year, right? Yeah, yeah. so I'll be at that. Uh, um, we're already working on that. I'll be at that game. I was going to try and get out this year to South Bend, but it just didn't work out. Sure, sure. Okay. Okay, okay baby. Be okay. Well, I know, you're, uh, I know you're hanging out with your little girls right now, so we're going to let you go. I appreciate the time today, Ryan, and uh, have a great right, rest of your day. No, I appreciate it. Uh, Enjoy, fellas, and let's hope this game goes the way it should. Yes, sir. Go Irish. All right. So that was our interview with Ryan Grant. Uh, he was uh, obviously taking care of the kids, and that's number one priority. So it was kind of cool uh, to be uh, to be able to talk to him and see what he's been up to, getting into some real estate and things like that. If you guys don't remember, Ryan had uh, filled in really well for Julius Jones, who went out on uh, uh, academic issues His when Ryan was a – sophomore I think he was and was a study rest for over a thousand yards I think he had ten nine or ten touchdowns. What's happening leprechauns? It's all good now what's going on? Yeah, I mean it's all good man I just noticed y'all were talking to Ryan Grant sound like a pretty good interview. Yeah he was great we uh, I had an opportunity to uh, hang out in June and real cool guy real laid back you'd never know he was a Super Bowl champion and three year two year starter at Notre Dame so it was pretty cool getting a chance to talk to him. Sweet. You uh Hopefully you have your, uh, you bought that Notre Dame shirt with the peanuts on it. No, I have not purchased my uh, shirt yet. I am going to promise to share that link. I just, I wanted to uh, bounce on the fact that um, Ryan Grant was in a uh, pumpkin patch with his little girl. It's nice to know that there are Notre Dame fans that are open-minded about the great pumpkin. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know why in the world you'd be anywhere but your house or the game for a game of this magnitude, but hey, whatever. No, I mean, what I'm saying is that, you know, that, that gives me hope. I mean, as Linus Van Pelt once said, there are three things that you should never discuss with people, religion, politics, and the great pumpkin. And therefore, it shows that there's hope in this world, that he is uh, taking his little daughter to the pumpkin patch, a sincere one, and maybe they'll sing some pumpkin carols. Maybe, I hope so. Well, we're out here in Cali, so there's not a good likelihood of any pumpkin carol carols occurring. It's probably more like, uh, give me your money and get out. True. I'm over here in Texas. We've hit a cold. You know me, I'm a middle school teacher. You know, it's the weekend, and I am three sheets to the wind on A&W root beer. So Atta I'm baby. prone to slur when I talk like this. So those, I, I apologize up front. What percentage alcohol you got on those A&Ws? I want to say uh, 0.77777. <laughs> awesome. Because I like that streamline. <laughs> well, hey, Blockhead, I appreciate you always doing the edit, the uh, podcast for us. Uh, we got Brian Little on. He's our, your favorite Blockhead podcast. He also... Uh, mixes our show so that you can get it on iTunes with the cool intro and outro. So we love you, bro. Oh, very glad to do it, man. And uh, last little shout out there, as usual. What up, Leprechaun Nate? What's up? All right, All right I'll talk to you guys later. See you Peace. later, man. All right, bye. We had a call come in a little bit ago while we had Ryan on the phone. Let's see who that was. It looks like an Indiana number, so maybe they're at the game. Let's see. Yo, who's this? This is Dos Leprechauns. Who is this? Oh, what's up, George? 
All right, well, you call us after the game, buddy. Get us a win. Go Irish. All right, I don't know what happened there, but okay. Uh, so, hey, all right, we're only about 10 minutes away from the start of the game, so we're going to let you guys go get your Jameson poured, your whiskey ready to go, your snacks for the game, your, uh, your green on. We need everybody wearing green. We need everybody getting fired up. Let's oh, beat these geez. Trojans. Let's beat these Trojans. Remind them whose house it is. Remind them last time they came to Notre Dame, they lost by five, four touchdowns. Uh, have them go take their butts back to Southern Cal with a loss. That long ride home. Let's get Clay Hilton fired on the tarmac like Lane Kiffin was a few years ago. That would be fantastic. So let's go get a win, guys. This has to happen. We got to get a dub against the, the Trojans. Take a week off. Recharge your batteries. Get ready to beat the Skunk Bears. And then we're flying from there onto Stanford the last week of the season. Actually, there's a team that's going to kind of be creeping up here uh, that's got me a little worried, and that's Duke. You know, I'll never forget the Duke game at home a few years ago. Don't really want to talk about it, but Duke is just crushing people. Their offense is out of control. So uh, I look at the percentage to win throughout the season. Duke is actually the lowest percentage that they expect us to win. I think it's like 59, 60%. SC is like 64%, and Stanford's lower. So uh, we still got some contests coming up. You know, Duke's on the road. That's going to be a tough game, but let's get after the Trojans first. I know the team's fired up. I want to thank everybody for watching all the comments. Please share this uh, podcast with your friends. Download it on iTunes. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Also, um, we're going to leave a link in these show notes uh, for our, our new gear. We're super excited to have a relationship with Elite Sports USA. So you can find our gear now on EliteSportsUSA.net. Uh, some really cool stuff out there. Again, I want to thank David Brigande. Um, uh, I think his company is Use David. Use Dave. Uh, and he does some amazing graphics. He's going to be doing a bunch of shirts for us. He did the Chop the Tree shirt that we're going to release for Stanford. Uh, but I really appreciate all your support. We love you guys. Go out. Dose. Leprechauns be the place. The podcast for inspiration and taste. With people all around from different sizes and shapes. From different cultures and backgrounds in the race. We got Jason and Nate. Host in the house, built to create, be in the lighthouse to keep us at the gate. Got the Notre Dame back in education, led the way from the bus about to drive it home. To rock a man with a plan that was so great.